Welcome to the Sisters of Christ podcast. I'm Jeanette Bordeaux, your host. This is the podcast where you can come and have your faith stirred up and be encouraged by sisters like me and other amazing women that we have on the show who share advice and testimonies. Our hope is that you leave here more on fire for Jesus than you were before. Now get ready to be encouraged with today's episode. Hey guys, I am excited to be back with you this week. I have been feeling super under the weather, like lots of sinus stuff um, and just sleeping a ton this week and praise God because I feel great today and time to do this recording with you all. Um, So yeah, I just really felt like tonight the Lord just wanted me to share about um, spending time with him and making time for him um, in your schedule. Um, Early on in my walk, I was very, very uh, fortunate and grateful to have pastors and people who discipled me who really emphasized this and really emphasized the importance of knowing God and knowing Jesus. Um, So I feel like when I started out really seriously seeking and pursuing him, um, even though he'd been pursuing me, I just established that, okay, the first hour of every day I'm going to spend with God. Um, Was I perfect? Absolutely not. And I feel like even I've had to return to that simplicity throughout, you know, my five years um, of seriously, you know, pursuing and having a relationship with the Lord and going back to, you know, the first love and doing what we did at first. And I just want to talk about why it's so important that you make time for him in your day, whether it's first thing in the morning, which honestly is the best time. Um, Like, oh my goodness. But some of us don't have that. So whatever time you do have, it's important. But why is it important? Because the amazing privilege and opportunity we have in this Christian walk, probably one of the most important, you know, amazing things is that we get to know and experience God. Um, We get to experience the tangible presence of God today before um, we weren't able to do that. If we like, because of Jesus, thank you, Jesus, that we are on the other side of, you know, I thank God we're on the other side of the new covenant. We're not in the old covenant where we can only go into his presence, you know, if we're a high priest and we've done the sacrifices. But what's amazing is that Jesus came as our high priest forever and gave his ultimate sacrifice, ending the sacrificial system. It actually says this in um, Hebrews 7. They had, he's talking about, um, how, you know, the old priesthood and how the sacrifices worked. And like, this is in the time where uh, people are still believing that, okay, I need to do the sacrifices. Um, So this was very like controversial. Um, But for us, when we read it today, we're just like, wow, like we we have this just sense of gratitude. And Hebrews 7, 27, the Passion Translation Unlike the former high priest, he is not compelled to offer daily sacrifices 
They had to bring a sacrifice first for their own sins, then for the sins of the people. Then they were able, and this is just me talking, then they were able to go into the holies of holies, which is known as the presence of God. But he finished, talking about Jesus here, back to the scripture, but he finished the sacrificial system once and for all when he offered himself. The law appointed flawed men as high priests, but God's promise sealed with his oath, which succeeded the law, appoints a perfect son who is complete forever. So what it's saying is that Jesus was that perfect and complete sacrifice for our sins so that now we have the confidence to enter into the presence and an intimate relationship with God. I encourage you to read Hebrews 6 and 7 in the Passion Translation. It is just so beautiful, so deep. It really explains this. And there is this verse in Hebrews seven nineteen. For the law has never made anyone perfect, but in its place is a far better hope, which gives us confidence to experience intimacy with God. Intimacy with God. We get to know him intimately. We get to share intimate details of our life and he shares intimate details of him. And what it's talking about when it says in its place, it's talking about this covenant of grace that we now live under that even though we don't deserve, you know, being able to come before God as holy, pure, and righteous, that because we believe, because faith is a thing <laughs> that pleases God and is in our faith in Jesus allows us to enter in because when we believe and we receive him, he cleanses us, washes us with his blood and makes us a completely new creation in Christ, fills us with the Holy Spirit. So we have that confidence to enter into his presence. And it's amazing because people who, you know, on the other side before Jesus, you know, was died and resurrected and went back up to heaven, you know, they would die in his presence. They literally could not be in his presence and live. So we have just an amazing opportunity that now that we have this, let's not, you know, like let's value it and hold it as something that we seek after. Again, I've had to go back to the simplicity because I feel like I'm like, you know, you do, you show up and you spend time with the Lord so many times. And I honestly, in my walk, I got caught up with other things like the, and I've talked about this, I think on the podcast, like gifts and, um, oh, you need to approach God like this and like that. But really it's like, um, it's really just sitting down and taking of the first few moments, not even to just immediately read your Bible or immediately do this or immediately do that, but just start communing and talking with the Lord and acknowledgement. So I want to, I feel like there's people on this um, episode who have been in that place that I've been also, you know, I've experienced as well as where you're just like, oh, I, I want that. I want that, you know, a moment as soon as I come into the presence of God, I just feel him. We're just in this, like, I'm receiving his love. I'm giving him love. I'm in worship. So pure to just get back to that place. <laughs> and it's totally possible, you know, in those moments. And this is why it's so important to carve out time with God. And in those moments, you don't have to think about anything else. In your intimate time with the Lord, this, what it should look like. Let's talk a little bit about that. 
it's not that it has to look a specific way every single time, but it's that it's not the moment for doing anything else. It's a moment for setting everything else aside just to look at him. I think especially in church settings and especially if we're super involved with ministry and stuff like that, like I've become in this past year, we kind of like mix it. Or at least this has been my experience. I'm just speaking from a very real place is that we can get mixed and we think, oh, you know, I'm so used to doing this Tuesday prayer set or this Wednesday prayer set or this Friday one or the Sunday, whatever your prayer set, whatever prayer set, Sunday service. Um, so used to it, you just kind of start like, oh, I'll leave my phone on. Oh, you know, this is important. Oh, I need to pray for this person. Let me just use this time for intercession. And we forget that this time that we're setting aside is just for us to look at the one. It's always been about the one. It's always been about knowing him. So seek first the kingdom of God and all its righteousness. Yes, but there's a king in the kingdom, okay? So let's seek the king's face before we're seeking his hand, before we go into intercession prayer. Like, And he may just wake you up and take you into intercession. I'm not saying, oh my gosh, like I'm not making any hard, fast rules. I'm basically just saying, hey, let's make time for just you and him. Let's set aside the serving for an hour. Let's set aside the like intercession for an hour and just sit down with him and commune with him and enjoy the fellowship of Jesus. It's what he paid for. He wants to do this with you because this that that communion that fellowship between you and God where it's just you and him and he's speaking um you know love and life over you and giving you revelation he paid a really big price for it and there's this verse that's um he says he rewards the one who diligently seeks him and part of that reward i believe is more of him <laughs> knowing more of him You know, the more you're in his presence, the more you gain revelation about him, about knowing who he is. So the the relationship is not a cheap one. It's one that is to be sought. You seek the relationship. You seek him. And he's not hard to find. He's not hiding away from you. He wants to be sought so he can reveal himself to you. But he's not a cheap. It's not a cheap relationship. He's not a cheap God. He paid a very heavy price for that communion with you and to live within you and to have those moments with you where he reveals himself in such a tangible way and changes your life and marks your life forever. We can have those moments with God. There is nothing holding us back other than often our busy schedules and we're putting it off or are just our mind, our mind is in a racing place it's it's believing lies but this is the place where god uncovers all of that so even if you're in that place of like oh i can't focus oh i can't do that just start to put on worship music you know sit in his presence whatever the thing is that works for you do it <laughs> do it and but i just want to encourage you that setting out the time so One, why is I just, I feel like I went through why it's so important and how you actually do that is put it on your schedule and be intentional. I want you to be intentional about the time. I felt really challenged 
um, really just led to do this um, is be more intentional with the time I spend with the Lord is saying, okay, I'm going to, I put it on my calendar. Like, Hey, it's an hour or you know what, instead of doing this right now, I'm going to read the word for this amount of time. But honestly, the best is if you just don't have a time limit on it. If you just let it go and you're like, it's free. Obviously I know we can't always do that, (laughs) but I mean, if you have an entire night to yourself, um, for my single ladies out there, if you have a night to yourself and you can just spend the time with the Lord, awesome. Do it. You know, no condemnation, no guilt. If you can't, I, and God also really honors your timeliness and you being, um, um, you serving well in your other places like work and stuff like that. So I'm not saying, you know, Oh, just blow off everything. No, but I'm saying, you know, if you can try and make it as a free time as you possibly can. So you're not thinking about 10 million things. And again, how I deal with that, um, when I come into the presence of God to commune with him and this, honestly, I just had to really realign with my, this recently is like, telling myself everything else can wait all the thoughts that start to come up I'm like that can and I'm putting this aside for now almost like I'm consciously doing it out loud so making the time also um number two I feel like point is like being intentional with the time we spend with God so what are we doing in that time one we're showing up to commune with him two we're showing up to get into his word sometimes I don't make it to the word because I'm so caught up in his presence. Okay. (laughs) Sometimes I don't get that, but I'll make it, I'll make time for it later in the day because I know I need the word of God. It is my daily bread. It is the source of life, um, for me and my, like in my spirit, like my Holy spirit, like I need it. Like I need the word of God. We all do as Christians. Like it, he says, I'm your daily bread for a reason. (laughs) Like we really do need, it's our source of life. You know, when you feel discouraged or whatever, and you go to the word, you start reading it. You're just like, Oh my gosh, I love this. This is the most amazing thing. Even though a few minutes, like a few minutes before you're like, I don't want to read. I just want to watch a movie and do that. I, hello. Hey, hi, I'm a human. (laughs) I do the same thing. So it's just being diligent about that time you're spending, committing to it, devoting yourself to that, and also just continuing to continually being um, intentional and showing up. And even intentional, I think, just felt like I wanted to share this, is like, what is it that you need right now? Like really opening your heart, not just in a mind thing of like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. It's like, no, what do you need your heart need? Does it need reassurance of God's love? Does it need to be joyful? Are you missing joy in your heart? Are you missing hope? Do you need hope to be real again? Do you need hope to be alive again in your heart? Like what is it that you need? Because this is good news. And the good news is that Jesus died to claim and give you, to came, (laughs) to come and give you abundant life so they could have life and life more abundantly. So God is so abundant, abundant. He has all, like everything that we could possibly need is in God. More hope, He's got it in abundance. More life, he's got it in abundance. More energy, more joy, more peace. Like anything that we need, he has it in more abundance. And I'm going to go 
or he has it in full abundance. Therefore, it never runs out. Therefore, we can always go to him for more. (laughs) If you're feeling weary, go to the one who has the abundant supply. And there's this verse in Ephesians I was reading yesterday. I believe it's Ephesians 2. I'm just going to it right now. Yes, Lord. Uh, Yes, Jesus. Oh, this makes me so happy. It's so good. Okay, so Ephesians 2. And he alone is the leader and source of everything needed in the church. God has put everything beneath the authority of Jesus Christ and has given him the highest rank above all others. So I'm just going to keep reading because there's a hits a point. And now we, his church, are his body on the earth and that which fills him who is being filled by it. Verse 2. I'm in the TPT, so it's going to be a little different if it's an IV or something like that. And his fullness fills you. Eh, it's my fav- one of my favorite verses. And his fullness fills you, even though you were once like corpses dead in your sins and offenses. So uh, praise God that he fills us. <laughs> and it's not based on how we perform that day. It's not based on anything that we did, our merits, or how great we were. It's about his love for us and that he died to fill us. <laughs> he died to be our intercessor. He died so that we would have abundant life. He said, I came so he would have life and life more abundant. He has everything. He says, or it says, he alone is the leader and source of everything needed in the church. And then further down, and his fullness fills you, even though you were once like corpses. So his fullness, the fullness of God, meaning the fullness of hope, the fullness of peace, the fullness of joy, it can overflow and fill you. We were made for overflow. We were made for the fullness of God. So if you're experiencing that dryness or you're experiencing, oh, I need more of that, go to him. You don't have to stay in that place. And we do it so many times because it's like we forget that he is that thing that fills us. We forget he is the source. We forget so many times. Let us not forget. Let us remember. Let us take time Set aside time to remember that he is the one who fills all things in the church and fulfills and fills us to full with his abundant life. Bless you guys. Hey sister, thanks for listening today. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure and share it with a friend or share it to your Instagram story and give us a tag at the sisters of Christ. Always feel free to DM and reach out for prayer requests or if you just want to chat. All right, have an awesome day and I'll see you next time.